モーニングプロジェクトプレゼンツ Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the nichiest podcast ever. Continuing the podcast where I never ever remember how it actually begins. Welcome to another episode of. Oh my god, I was about to say warning a huge podcast. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I cannot believe I was actually going to say that. That's like very terrible, and I should be punished for that. No, this is the nichiest slash nichiest podcast ever. The podcast where I always want to call it the Nichiest Gaming Podcast because that's what our show notes say, even though that's not what we're called. Um, as always, I am joined by my two fantastically fantastic and fabulously fabulous co-hosts. The first of which is Anne. Hi, Anne. Hello. That was the, the most like <laughs> underwhelming and and just oh. like half-hearted hello I've ever heard. I actually thought. I want to say hello differently than I say hello on all of my other podcasts. So I was channeling, oh, so like, I was actually kind of trying to channel, like, a cute hello. <laughs> I guess it didn't work. That was, was my like, attempt was like, at a cute hello. <laughs> so you're actually excited and lively on your other podcast? So you're, really, like, depressed and... <sighs> Hi. Uh... Well, yeah. maybe I'll get a better response from Brian. Hello, Brian. Hello. <laughs> was that like pause for dramatic effect is that what that was i don't know i don't know i was i at first i was going to try to do what uh, Anne did and then you know i switched midstream so <laughs> okay and i excitingly officially and legally as of this very day that we are recording this very podcast am molly Yay! Woohoo! Congratulations! Yeah. That's so exciting. <laughs> I went to court today. I went to court, and the DMV, and government offices, and banks, and all that kind of fun stuff. Wow! So you did it all in one go. I did, and that's including the fact that I spent two hours waiting in the DMV waiting room. Mm. So oh, I did yes. not miss that. <laughs> so it was a very very busy day. I got up at six o'clock in the morning. My eight thirty court appointment, and it was just a whirlwind from mm. there. But yes, yeah, so so, I'm I am officially a uh, new name. That's very exciting. I get to get like I get to now have the fun of having to get new credit cards and new driver's license and new passports and mm. new ID cards and new insurance cards and all that kind of good stuff. A new ID card, but uh, like um for like. Um, like insurance stuff. Oh, okay, yeah. And and uh, uh, why can't they like like car car insurance or like AAA or stuff like that? So, just like I think it's 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 you don't realize like how many things you have to like change over when you change your name. Mm. I guess like Anne, you might 
Mm. I don't. Did you did you do your name change in America or in Australia? Oh, I did it here, and that's why I'm still changing things like three years later. <laughs> that has to be like that's like super yeah super crazy doing it from Australia. Yeah, because mm. I had to like so I sent my passport out to Sydney because that's where the embassy is or whatever. Uh, so right. that it, they had to take it down there for U.S. citizens and. Oh, it's just awful. Like, I have a, a bank card in the U.S. It's not very easy to get your U.S. bank card changed when you're in Australia. <laughs> so yes. I actually had to do that when I went home for Christmas. And so it's always fun telling people, oh, I'm changing my name. I got married. And, oh, congratulations. Oh, well, I got married like four years ago now. But thanks. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so it's it's not quite. And it's it's been, it's, um... It's definitely been an interesting situation for me, just coming from the uh, gender situation that I was coming from, you know? So they're like wondering why I'm changing my name. Mm -hmm. So that's been been an interesting conversation. But it's gone fun so far. I'm not fun so far. Fine so far. That's good. Um, Yeah. So that's been cool. But uh, Brian, what have you been doing since we've last podcasted i don't know although i I feel like i'm kind of in the opposite situation uh so people won't know this because obviously we weren't recording this but before we started recording uh you were talking about how you're so busy you can't play games or you aren't playing games and like in some weird way my life is calming down like uh i was taking a certificate program for nine months and it's finally done and I was like still freelancing quite a bit when I first took my full the full time job that I'm doing right now, and I kind of like finally cut all of that off because I couldn't take it anymore. So now I'm not freelancing <laughs> at the moment. I'm not taking class, and so I'm excited that like I have free time in the evening, and you know <laughs> I don't know my brain is working again. I can finally think and I can play games. So I guess that's the most exciting stuff. <laughs> Although I do No, it's it's exciting when when you can just turn your brain off. Yeah. Although I will say I still um I'm still having problems with like I write so much at work and I, and every day it's a totally different topic that my brain is still completely fried in some ways, but whatever. Um but I was going to say besides that <laughs> I do have one other piece of news that you're going to hate. <laughs> Oh God! Like me, me, like me specifically, or you specifically? Or? I think I don't know. Maybe okay. you won't. But I have. Did, did you buy like another pink and white? Do like you bought another pink and white Vita, didn't no. you? Just just to have one, just just to like sit it there and look at it. No, but I did buy something else. <sighs> I'm trying to think what I'd be mad at you for. Well, I have I have a white new 3ds. <laughs> coming my way from japan mm. and some games i guess like i don't i guess i don't get that hurt by <laughs> that because like i just there's there's one game i care about right now and that's the game that you're gonna talk about later so yes okay well that's good know. that's good yeah. <laughs> i'm excited this is like the biggest I've, I've, I've enough i've enough reasons to get mad at you otherwise brian so don't worry yeah but I told I told Anne I think on Twitter like this is the you know I've ordered things from like Amiami before but never never this large of a shipment so I, I'm hoping that because you know Japanese games and systems are so small I'm hoping the box isn't huge otherwise everybody at work is going to be like what the hell did you order 
<laughs> I already get questions from the lady at the front desk. She's like, you always have packages coming from Japan. What are they? I was like, oh, <laughs> nothing. Just video games. <laughs> it's opium. That's opium, what it is. Right. It's drugs. Uh, how many, I mean, how many games did you order that you're worried about it being a super big package? Well, I mean, I ordered the 3DS. I ordered okay. uh, the Japanese version of Happy Home Designer. I ordered a faceplate. I ordered uh, um, the new Taiko no Tatsujin game for Vita. Oh, and then I ordered, I totally forgot, I ordered um, these uh, <laughs> these little glasses that are shaped like Dragon Quest slimes that you like you put liquid in and then they kind of like shake around <laughs> so that hmm. that would be it I, th- I think someone's been bitten by the Omni Omni <laughs> bug <laughs> it's dangerously easy to just add things into yeah. your monthly order and forget about them for a few months you know with pre-orders and all that yeah. I had a box that's probably why you're scared as you saw my box with yeah. three cushions in it and it was literally big enough that I could probably sit in it comfortably <laughs> in this box oh my god and- I have no idea why it was that I huge. It was more than half just stuffing, and so I don't think I don't think oh. yours will be that big. <laughs> no, you're right. I think it'll pretty pretty like, well. I I prefer though to like order one game at a time because then I can like stick it in my bag, and when David sees me because we work together, he can't like glare at me and say, <laughs> "What did you order now?" <laughs> no, they know. Oh, nothing. <laughs> so now I I know this podcast doesn't pay you guys very well. So where are you getting all this money to order all this well, Japanese I mean, crap that you guys keep ordering? Okay, that's like it's. I'm not saying that's not a, a large order, but you know it's not obscene. And oh well, and I will say too. Uh, I don't. Well, I'm kind of on the fence about this, but I'm thinking of getting rid of my current Japanese 3ds, which will somehow you know will pay for the new 3ds because I just. The reason I'm getting the new 3DS is the the current one I have is just too it's like too precious. I can't play it. I know that's stupid, but you it's know, so I, precious you're gonna get rid of it. Wow. No, no, but <laughs> I don't like I don't like having like systems just sitting around. I don't know if I'm not gonna play it, mm-hmm. I don't want it. So we'll see. Mm-hmm. We'll see I'm I'm it. here. I'm here. I'm here wishing I could have a Wii U. <laughs> And you're sitting there with enough system that you're just like looking at some of them, and you're just like, "Oh, you're my precious little thing. I'm gonna put you in a glass case." No, I don't. I don't mean it that way. I just mean that I have a problem with this. Is why I don't buy limited edition systems because there's just something about them that I don't. I feel like I can't play them, and I don't buy systems so I can't play them. So I didn't. I didn't realize what I was doing when I bought that. It was, but it's the only Japanese 3DS I have, so I have to play it. But anyway, I know first world problems. I don't. I don't want to sound like a jerk. But not, yeah, and I can't. I can't really talk. Cause I think I have like what ten DSs, <laughs> like regular DSs. So I, I cannot talk yeah. at all. I just, I just ordered. Not I just ordered, but like in the last two months or so, because Nintendo was doing a, a number of games. They were getting. I mean, uh, systems they were getting re- re- rid of. Mm. None of their refurbs or like kind of just like end of life systems. But I got the pink mm. uh, <clears throat> DS. XL for like 75 mm, bucks, something like that. I love that one. So yeah, I just bought like my 10th DS, <laughs> so I can't really talk. And what have you been up to? Hmm. Well, in 
buying things new. <laughs> I got myself the the Vita 2000 finally, so I got the white and blue one. That's a really nice one, though. I mean, yeah. if you're not going to go the pink, that's a really nice yeah. one. <laughs> I, I was uh, tempted by the pink. I'm not sure why I ended up going with the blue, but it just seemed like a unique color. Like, you don't see many yeah. systems with that kind of baby blue. So I quite like it. It's very nice. Yeah. Oh. Well, now I've want- got my Japanese PSN account on that one <laughs> and my <laughs> US PSN account on my other one. So... <laughs> That's quite quite convenient because I have PS Plus accounts in both regions, so I can just download all of these games and put them on there without having to do that annoying switcheroo thing. You have to basically reformat the system if you want to switch regions. So, mm. yeah. So we're um, we we are officially renaming this podcast to the bourgeoisiest podcast <laughs> ever. Uh, As we said, there are. Yes, my, my Japanese Vita and my European Vita and my American Vita. I have them <laughs> sitting there waiting for me to play every day and stuff. Yes. But no, like, I mean, it, you know, like, I, I, I mock, but it takes me back to the days of when, you know, people did that with, like, the consoles, though, right? You know, it's like you, you actually would have times when you might have the American console and the Japanese console for doing stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Some of us may still have some of those. <laughs> but I mean, but I don't, is there, is there even really a need for that at this point anymore? On the oh, console not with side? modern consoles, no. Yeah, okay. So, so you mean like the past consoles? Yeah, now. like I yeah, still yeah. have my Japanese PS2 and all that. Yeah, because I have, um, so yeah, I, I got a PS2 modded, so I don't need that anymore. But I, I do have my Japanese Dreamcast and my American Dreamcast. I think that's the last console I had where I had multiple versions. Mm. Well, we can joke about the Wii U not having any games, but <laughs> you know that you you would theoretically need different regions of Wii U's if you want to play Japanese yes. Wii U games. But since there aren't any, nobody's yes. doing that. There, there aren't enough games for them to keep <laughs> games in Japan. Well, I don't know. I, I guess I guess we weren't sure if we were getting Fatal Frame. No, that was kind of up in the air for a while. So. Um, anything else before we move on? Any any big life decisions, announcements, happenings? Anything? Okay. No. Then just as exciting and important <laughs> are some Vita games came out in America. And I'm going to tell you what came out recently. And then we're going to... We're talking about like, what came out and then we're going to talk about... Uh, uh-oh. Somebody... Something got mixed around in these show notes. Oh, no. Um. Hmm. Okay. Because I swear there was other stuff here. But anyway. So. Yeah. What happened? I don't know. Did I delete something? I must say. I think something went missing. Let me see. Because I think oh. there was something after the Vita stuff. Yes. There was a. Okay. There was a big oh, huge oh chunk gosh, that suddenly so vanished. Sorry. Okay. I thought something okay. went weird. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that was me. <laughs> um. So recently, uh, the Vita's been kind of on a roll here in America in terms of getting Japanese games. And we got some kind of interesting stuff lately, uh, but not just Vita, other systems as well. So just to kind of recap, because we have been gone for a while. Did Okay, just to make sure, did did Hatsune Miku Project Mirai DX come out? No. no. Did it's I miss September that? now, I think. Okay, they must have pushed it back. Yep. Okay, okay. That that makes sense. It's like, how do I miss that? So on the July fourteenth, we had Deception Four, the Nightmare Princess, uh, for PS4 and Vita. 
And that was kind of the updated version of Deception 4, a game I really loved. We got the latest chapter of One Chambara, which was an One Chambara Z2 Chaos for PS4. We have a game I have not played yet. Um, I absolutely need to get into, and I'm going to do a video for it. And that is Hotful Boyfriend. Holiday Star. The PS4 and the Vita. Now, and this is... Is this a reworking of the original game, or is it a sequel? It's the original game with a okay. little bit of new content, but not okay. much. <laughs> yes, I can finally play on the Vita where it belongs. <laughs> yes, it really like, does. I played it on Steam, you know, on my Mac, and it's just not not oh. the same. I Wait, I don't even know if I played it on my Mac. might have played it on a PC. I think it, you can play on Mac as well. But either way, uh, visual novels are meant to be played on a handheld, in my opinion. Yes, that, that's, that's what the Vita is for the correct opinion i guess (laughs) um so that was july 21st july 28th we got lost dimension which i have not touched yet but i am curious about and then i think it came out but like i said i've I've just been so busy i haven't kept up with some of these dates um gotcha racing on the 3ds which was a really cool little top-down racing game that uh natsume brought Hmm. over the basics are kind of like, it's like, you know, gachapon cars. So you have the little gachapon machine and you like, you put your, your money in and then you get the capsule and then I guess whatever the car is in it, that's what you can race next oh. and stuff. So, and then uh, we do have a few <clears throat> really big upcoming games in the near future. Of course, later uh, this, uh, this August 25th, we have Steins Gate for PS3 and Vita, which I made the mistake of buying... Cause I, so I, I panicked because the American version had been sort of kind of announced, mm. but no date had been given for it yet. And we were getting to the point where the European release for the Vita version was getting kind of harder to find. It was like on the teeter on the verge is, is disappearing. So I did buy the European version and now I have to rebuy the American oh, version. Just for support or why? Just cause I don't, I don't like having European copies <laughs> of games in my library. <laughs> I don't like them tainting my, my freedom-loving American copies, you know? So, with their socialist ideas. Um, <laughs> so maybe I'll do a giveaway or something for that. I don't know. And then, again on the Vita, of course, and also PC, August 31st is Amnesia Memories. No, I'm sorry. It's, not, it's, it's, still, it's still, as far as I know, it's still August. I don't know if it had the exact date yet. Mm, so I think it's yeah. I don't think the Vita version has a date. I think Steam version does for yeah. Late August. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. And then um, this is exciting. This is exciting to me. Uh, Crypt the Necrodancer, which I'm not sure how familiar people are with this, but it's a really cool little. It's like a roguelike game, but it's also a rhythm game and when i first saw it they were actually having people play it on a ddr pad so you it's like i said it's a roguelike and you you know go through the randomized engines and you run into monsters to kill them and stuff but everything you do has to be done to the beat otherwise it you'll like lose attack points or defense points or stuff like that and that is actually finally coming to the ps3 but we don't have a date yet and vita was it Vita as well? Yeah. That's really exciting. Yeah, yeah like I, 
I just, that's where I want to play a lot of my games. On the Vita. I haven't played mine for a while. It's because you're... And it's, it's sad. I'm sorry, go ahead. You're waiting for the pink one. Because I'm waiting for the pink one. So... No, okay. I had a real, like, <laughs> conflict with that recently because of the whole PlayStation Mobile situation. Because mm. Sony's shutting down PlayStation Mobile. And so the store shut down recently, but there, you have to actually register your system with PlayStation Mobile by, like, mid-September, I think it is. Otherwise, from that point on, your system will no longer be able to play PlayStation Mobile games. So I, I feel like, I feel conflicted because if I don't get a my pink Vita before then, I won't ever be able to have the chance to to set it up for playing Vita games. Mm. I mean, I'm sorry, for playing PS Mobile games. Yeah. I, it's, again, first world problems, I know, <laughs> but... Um, on the other hand, Brian, there have been some interesting, uh, North American 3DS localizations announced. Yes. Well, uh, one and one, I guess that's a potential. (laughs) Um, I think it was just a couple days ago, Square finally said that they will be bringing Final Fantasy Explorers to Europe and North America uh in early 2016 which i don't know how many people are thrilled about that but you know it's interesting especially since i think the game's been out for like a year a year plus in japan i don't know i think it was last holiday i think it was last december okay maybe it's like by the time over a year by yeah yeah yeah. i don't know i i I feel bad because I'm I'm really behind on like a lot of these Final Fantasy portable games. Cause I know there's a few like the what was it the four four Warriors of Light yeah. that I haven't played yet. So like I'm I just don't know these games because they keep coming out and I keep not like paying attention to them. Well, I will say you need to play four Warriors of Light or Heroes of Light. I think it's Warriors in Japan and Heroes in the United States, but whatever. Um, okay, I like that one. It's kind of like an old school RPG with really a really cool art style, kind of like a pre Bravely Default. Like, um, I don't know. I really like that one, but I don't know. I mean, like the funny thing is, I'm planning to buy Final Fantasy Explorers, but I I played the Japanese demo. It was fine. It has kind of a really. It's not very pretty. Um, it, it didn't get very good reviews, but I kind of feel like. Uh, I hate to say this, but I'm like, I feel like supporting the decision to bring it out, which I hate because I don't really, yeah. I don't really agree with such things. But I'm like, well, maybe I'll like yeah. it, and who knows? I might actually change my mind. I have you know, five months or something, but I don't know. I think it's interesting, and it could. I think it's interesting in terms of the next news that, um, you know, if if Square is willing to bring out this game. So long after it was released in Japan, maybe they will bring out more games that, you know, have been out for a while in Japan. <laughs> um, I don't know. <laughs> do, you, do you want me to handle those, Jan? Or uh, Jan? Ann? Jan. Jan. Oh. Did I say that <laughs> I my brain was fried already? <laughs> no, well, yeah, so you're referring oh. to the Dragon Quest 7 and 8. eight. Uh, localization leak 
I'm putting weak in air quotes right now, but <laughs> uh, this happened at Japan Expo in France a little while ago, and the uh, Dragon Quest creator Yuji Hori was there, and I guess he was getting interviewed, and he basically said, oh yeah, Dragon Quest 7 and 8 are coming out in French. And people were like, hold on, <laughs> that hasn't been announced anywhere. So I think actually there was some funny anecdote that the translator, the cur- the interpreter was actually mad at him for saying this because he wasn't supposed to say it or something. But So people are assuming that if he's willing to say that a French version is coming out, that probably English versions are also coming out. So that's interesting. But we haven't heard any confirmation regarding that since, so... Those are notoriously, you know, requested games that have been out for quite a while, especially 7, I think. Yeah. Because, I mean, I I know that, like, Nintendo will do the thing where they release games in Europe only, but I feel like most of the companies don't do that very often. So, Mm. like, I'm trying to think of, like, examples, and I can't think of really many. So, yeah, definitely if they came out there, they would have to come out over here, I would assume. It's so weird, though, this whole, like, it's fake announcement, because, I don't know, like, I will say the Final Fantasy Explorers announcement kind of gave me some hope, because when this first was brought up, I don't know, there's a part of me that just doesn't believe that after all this time they're going to bring out Dragon Quest Seven. Like, when are they, if they release it next year, uh, I don't know, you just wonder, like, is there a market in Europe and North America for a Dragon Quest game in I don't know. I hope it's true, but part of me is very skeptical, like uh, that it's actually going to happen. I don't know. Yeah, you know, it, it's 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 a franchise. It's like a really hard sell. I think. I mean, I it, there's the core fans, but it's just it's never caught on the way I think a game games like those need to for how much work they are. Yeah, and also just the way they kind of treat it. Sometimes you almost like. Now, especially in North America, I don't know about Europe, but the 3DS is kind of on the downward trend. And if the it seems like the time to release seven would have been earlier rather than later. I don't know. And the fact that like there's not even announcement. I mean, you, I can't imagine it's coming out anytime before spring of 2016, if then, given you know what Square tends to do. So I don't know. I hope. I mean, I I really hope it comes out, but I'm skeptical. Yeah. And then, like, I guess my question is always, like, would they, I don't know, like, with the good, I don't, I don't know, but, like, would they even go, like, digital only? Yeah, who knows? Or are these big enough that you, that they kind of have to go physical? Yeah. I mean, I, I always wish I knew more about the, how that business works, because you would think that that would be a game that a certain percentage of people would buy, the, they'd really want the physical version. Um, so as long as you don't overproduce them, they're all going to be bought up. But how do you know what that number is? And is that um, too expensive to do? I don't know. But some people make it work, you know, going physical for just a small percentage or a small number. I yeah. don't know. Hmm. What else? What about Vita? I mean, uh, Japanese games have been announced lately. Yeah. Well, I mean, so I I don't know about you two, but like uh, a couple of the Nipponichi uh, Vita games, kind of smaller ones um, that have been announced recently. One is called Yomawari, um, which looks kind of like, I don't know, a, a cute horror 
game. <laughs> I don't know if anybody's. This, I, I'm yes. I'm really interested in this because like it is like a friend sent it to me, and he was like, "This reminds me of you," <laughs> because it's it's because it's it's cute and it's scary. Yeah. And so that's what he you know. So like yeah, it's. I don't know what kind of game it's going to turn out to be in the end, but I definitely am interested in this. Yeah, and like so, I don't know about you too, but. I love how it looks, and I love the idea of it, and I love the box art. And I love, the only thing I don't know yet is how exactly does it play? I mean, is it just like a about running away from these scary creatures, or is it kind of like a visual novel? I don't quite know, but um, I think it was only announced maybe a couple weeks ago, a month ago, and it's coming out right around Halloween. Um, and then there's another one from NAS that's Hero Must Die, which is some kind of remake of a mobile rpg um that i can't remember the full description off the top of my head but it had an interesting storyline of like i think you are a hero at the end of uh like a normal rpg and you've slain the the bad guy and now it's kind of like continuing after that in some weird way and i uh you ha- i think you have like a maybe you've been injured in the final battle and you only have so many days to live I can't remember. I'm kind of hmm. screwing things up, but it looks interesting, and it's coming out uh, early next year. So, to me, those are two cool-looking games. You know, Japan's really, really good about coming up with these fantastic premises, and then making like average games. <laughs> them. Yeah, that's true. That's why I always hate. Cause, I mean, that's such an interesting premise, but then like you'll have games that just like nowhere near fulfill that kind of promise. You know, their premise yeah. holds. I agree. It's uh, it's almost um, like the person who comes up with the great yeah. ideas needs to be connected with slightly better game developers. <laughs> yes. Yes, quite often. But this last one, this last one's so weird and interesting. Uh, you're talking about like the game that is not niche in Japan, but is niche everywhere else? <laughs> yeah. Uh, Dragon Quest Builders? <laughs> I know. I'm like, Dragon Quest versus Minecraft? Yes. I don't know. I still don't personally... Dragon Mine yeah. Questcraft. I mean, it looks it looks good. I I'm curious. I I honestly don't know what what I think of it yet. I mean, is it, is this Japan finally acknowledging Minecraft? Because I feel like I feel like you know when you went back to when I, when I was like talking to the people behind um, Brian's favorite Harvest Moon <laughs> uh, was it Lost Valley. Yes. They were like, "Oh, we don't know what Minecraft is. We never played it." Hmm. You know, like, and any any similarities are just purely coincidental. You know, uh, and now I think it's like Minecraft's just too big, and they have to acknowledge it. But this feels like this feels like they're really, really, really acknowledging that Minecraft hmm. exists. Well, I mean, hasn't hasn't Minecraft sold really well on the Vita in Japan? I don't know about any other system, but I think it's sold really well. Yeah, I think so. So maybe. Yeah. You know, they're like, hey, Dragon Quest, Minecraft, it'll sell in the bajillions. I don't know. Uh, is this, like, interesting to you guys at all? <laughs> and Anthony's <Antien, laughs> very mixed on this, on this idea. <laughs> well, I've never gotten into Dragon Quest, unfortunately. <gasps> so, uh, I yeah, I don't really clamor for the English versions like I know. Brian does since I haven't played any of them and Minecraft is something that I literally just 
don't understand. It's like Aww. the kids playing this thing that I don't <laughs> know. So <laughs> it's like a combination of two things that I have no experience with. So I'm kind of not interested. <laughs> but yeah, unfortunately. I mean, you know, I really mean to play a Dragon Quest game. I think I have nine. Was that the th- DS one? Yeah. That it had yes. some kind of proto Street Pass features in it. Yes. Yeah. You so you have, have that, it and you haven't, but played, I haven't played it. it. Oh, yeah, I- <laughs> Brian, you know how many games I have that I haven't played. Let's <laughs> not go there. <laughs> there are many I some- games. <laughs> I somehow played and beat that. Both. I did too. Like, I have no idea because I don't I don't beat games anymore, but I beat that one. Wow. I was like kind of obsessed with that game. I don't know how I stopped playing it because you know all of the like dungeons at the end or post game and. Kind of like you were talking about the like proto street pass things. I don't know. I really liked that game. In fact, that like I played the first game as a kid and I loved it. But then I actually pretty much ignored most of the games until nine. And then I played nine and I was obsessed with it. And that's why I kind of clamor for these other games because I just liked that one so much. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I'm I'm. It's weird because when this game was uh, when Builders was announced, I rolled my eyes because. I usually hate this kind of thing. Like, it just seems like a cash grab or something. But um, I don't know. It looks interesting. And I kind of like... There's something about the, like, city building that I don't... I still don't really know how it's going to be in there. You know, how they're going to flesh it out. But it seems interesting. So, I don't know. I I can't really say if I'm going to buy it. But it's more interesting than I thought it would be. No, it would be so great, though, if, if the, like, the mayor of the town you just visit... It's like, all right, there's a kid stuck in a dungeon, <laughs> but the dungeon doesn't exist yet. So you have to build us a dungeon so the kid can get stuck in it so you can go save him. <laughs> like, it's just like the most tedious game in the world because you have to actually build everything you're going to be questing in. <laughs> that might be what it ends up being, right? <laughs> like, I, yeah, I'm like, I don't know if they're just using it. Like, are they using it in terms of the kind of. Um, uh, I'm trying to say like, like dyna- that dynamically generated world like is that what they're going for or is there actually going to be some real level of you are building and destroying the world as you're questing in hmm. it I don't know it's, it, it's, it's to me it's interesting enough because I don't know what they're going to do with it that I'm curious yeah. although that said to me it's one of those games where like I'm going to want it to come out and hear what people say about it before I, ju- I mean, like, even though I know I have a bad record of not listening to what people say about games, <laughs> you know, maybe if the word on the street is so horrible, I'll pass on it. I don't know. <laughs> hmm. <laughs> well, since we're talking about Dragon Quest, how about we loop in some of the other Dragon Quest news? Um they had a big press conference about the new, brand new Dragon Quest game, you know, numbered title, Dragon Quest Eleven, And it's coming to 3DS, PlayStation 4, and the Nintendo NX, the console that hasn't even been officially <laughs> unveiled yet. So that was exciting. I think it holds the title of being the first confirmed NX game, which is great, <laughs> I suppose. And it's, it's also on the current putting fanboyism aside <clears throat> it's on the current like least powerful and most powerful <laughs> consoles at the exact same yeah. time which is weird 
Yeah, they're going to be like two different games, I think, completely, right? I thought I saw people comparing it kind of to Nino Kuni, like how Nino Kuni had the nice, you know, flashy PS3 version and then the DS version, which was really a totally different game, gameplay wise and presentation wise. Plus, the 3DS version has this amazing thing where they've got the 3D world on the top screen, I think Dragon Quest IX or something, and then 2D, like classic Dragon Quest on the bottom screen. So that's mm. strange, but also kind of neat. <laughs> I mean, like watching it in action, it's like because you, you're showing it's showing you the exact same view, but on both screens, one in 2D and one in 3D. So on the top screen, you're running around with this guy, and on the bottom screen, you're like looking top down at where he's running. It's so weird. <laughs> Although I, I hate to, but, I hate what? to bust your bubble, but they did come out with like the actual. The 3D on the top screen and the 2D on the bottom screen only lasts for the beginning of the game. And then you have to choose. What? Yeah, then you choose. Ah! No, no, no. <laughs> but like in a way, it's cool because you choose, like, okay, we're going to play 3D from here on out. But at any time, supposedly, you can go in and switch it to the other one. It's just not going to be on both. What am I trying to say? They're not both going to be on both screens. So, like, uh, they're like not, not simultaneous. Right. Which I actually thought sounded cool at first if they made proper use of it but i also thought it mm. seems like it could be distracting to kind of like constantly see you know like mirrored image on the bottom but in pixels so yeah so um you can apparently you can choose on the fly whether you want it to be all pixels like a super famicom game or if you want it to be polygons i don't know oh i see yeah that's what i read at least i mean you know they're <laughs> tight-lipped so who knows what's gonna there's been lots of misinformation from Square lately anyway, so who knows? Hmm. hmm. So, do, so does this interest you, Anne, or are you kind of, you're like, whatever? Oh, as I said, yeah, I mean, Dragon Quest, I don't know. <laughs> if it ever came out in English, I might play it, but I don't think it's a series that I'm into enough that I would import, you know? Yeah. Uh, playing an RPG in Japanese is kind of a big enough task enough that I would rather be, you know, it be a title that I'm super into. Yeah. Or Legend of Legacy or whatever it was. Is that what it's called? Legend of Legend. <laughs> the one no, that, Legacy. Yeah. You got Legacy? <laughs> that, <laughs> I I don't know why. I was compelled to order that in Japanese and now it's coming out in English and I still haven't played it. So I kind of, yeah. With, with RPGs, I just never play them anyway, so... Dragon Quest, I think, would have to come out in English for me to really <laughs> look at it. Yeah. And then we all know how likely that is, right? So, <laughs> sorry to be a bummer. <laughs> I did the, like that it, like, killed all the fanboyism, at least most of it. So, it, like, it just announced it for both systems that everybody likes to be a fanboy about. So, it was hard for anyone to cry. I mean, I guess Wii U owners can cry. Or v- I was kind of hoping it would come out for Vita, too. Oh, actually. Xbox? Poor Xbox is completely left Okay, out. well... Fun. A real system, but um, <laughs> just kidding. Aww. No, I'm just kidding. But you know, it, I liked that it kind of like nipped all of that in the bud. Like PS4 people get it, 3DS people get it. Everyone can hold hands in harmony, <laughs> <laughs> or not, but whatever. Yeah, I mean, is it so? This this is the first officially announced. An X game, right? 
Yes, mm-hmm. which is hilarious since we still don't even really know what it is. So what's right. the point? Yeah, how often is that? Like, all right, I can't think of any other time when a company announced a game for a system that is more like... I mean, this isn't a rumor. We have confirmation from Nintendo that they're working on their next console. But nobody said, you know, before the PS3 was even officially a thing, oh, we're, we're releasing, we're developing this game that's coming out on the next PlayStation system. Yeah, you know? yeah. <laughs> there, there have been, though, like, there have been a few, like, really weird announcements like that where, yeah, games were announced just super, super early. Oh, okay. When, I'm, when I think it was even just saying, like, you know, oh, we don't know what the system even is, but eh, it's, our game's going to be on it, you yeah. know. So, but it's still pretty <laughs> unusual. There have, there have been a few times. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like it's kind of interesting in that it gets people talking and wondering what it is. But it, I also wonder if this is the kind of thing that starts people to come up with all these one. It's kind of like the games we were just talking about. It's like come up with all of these interesting, unique ideas. It's like, what is the NX going to be? And when Nintendo finally announces it, it's probably going to be like a Debbie Downer moment, like, wah, wah. <laughs> it's just a handheld. I don't know. <laughs> like, I'm expecting it to bake chicken or something along with play console and handheld You games. have some really weird, you have some really weird <laughs> expectations for your gaming systems. You know what I mean? I don't know. I don't know what you mean, Brian. I'm sorry. I've never expected any of my consoles to bake chicken. Well, maybe. Well, I guess I, I guess the PS3 counted that forming grill. <laughs> yeah, I've already, had some so hot consoles before. Maybe. You never know. <laughs> yes. Uh, speaking of hot, what other hot Japanese 3DS games got announced, Brian? <laughs> oh, um, well, speaking of dragon games, um, there's uh, here's another game I'm sure everyone is clamoring for. Um, Seventh mm. Dragon Three Code VFD, which sounds like someone probably needs some penicillin or something, um, <laughs> coming out in mid October. And I don't know. I mean, like, I loved the first, or at least the look of the first Seventh Dragon game. But like after all of the yes. PSP ones, I mean, I, I'm surprised. Are there really that many people interested in a third one for the? 3ds or fourth one probably i wanted the i wanted the first i thought it looked absolutely gorgeous on on the ds um we never got it i stopped caring you know i don't i don't have a reason at this point to care anymore (laughs) so well how about i i think you liked disney magic castle right Anne? or am i wrong Mm -hmm. so there's i did so there's another one coming out in november yeah yeah i don't know are you all interested i I am, sure. I just, hmm, I don't know if I want to wait for an English announcement or if I will just get the Japanese version <laughs> where I'm at right now. Probably in November I'll have enough other stuff I'm playing that I don't think this is a game that I need to be right there day one. But I don't know. I don't know if we can even say if it would come out. Like, I have no idea how the other one did. I would think, you know, there's got to be all these kids that love Disney that would get it. But I... It didn't seem to do that well. Yeah. Uh, so they might not localize it. I just have no clue. <laughs> do you remember how long it took them to release the first one after it came out in Japan? Mm. I just wonder. You know, I don't really recall. I think I wasn't, it wasn't even on my radar until the English version was announced. Mm. So I don't know. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> 
I don't. It's funny. Like I really like that it's kind of an Animal Crossing clone, but I'm not a big Disney fan, so it doesn't really do anything for me. But I think it's cute. Yeah. I'm, you know, I'm glad it's coming out. I like how there's a button so that when you jump, you twirl around and sparkles <laughs> everywhere. That's the best aspect of the game. <laughs> so I hope they keep that in. <laughs> Um, and I don't know, so another uh, Japanese 3DS game announcement, and I did not play the first one of this either, was Project X-Zone 2 in November. I only, I only played a little bit of the first one, but I mean, it it wasn't bad when I played of it. Yeah. It's like it's such a weird, like, I'm drawn to it. I find it interesting because it's kind of like a, isn't it a tactical RPG kind of or a strategy? Yes. Um, and I like yeah. that it has all those game characters, but... Every time I read people's descriptions of the first game, I'm like, I just don't know if I would like it. So I've kind of stayed away. Yeah, it's there's just there's too many games. <laughs> there's, there's too many games at this point. Yeah. I don't know. Like there there's so many things that I I feel like just it, yeah. It's like one of those it's it's one of those games where you have to I would have to have given it a lot of attention and time. And there's just too much to do yeah. that with. I don't know. And, and and so, like, I don't... It... I think the problem is, is it definitely is just, like, a, a you know, um, fan service project. Yeah. And so, like, I don't... I don't know. I guess I'm not really into that fan service stuff in that kind of way. I'm trying to think. I mean, because I, I, I used to love, like, the SNK and Capcom crossover fighting games. Because for me, that was a really, really big deal when that happened. But at this, I think at this point, like, we've had so many crossovers between companies now. Because it used to be, like, you know, like, you never, ever, ever imagined Sonic and Mario being the same yeah, game. Yeah, you know? true. You never would have thought that would have happened. You never would have thought SNK fighting characters and Capcom fighting characters would be in the same game. You know, Ryu and Ryu and you know, Kill or whoever. Um, but now, just like every other day, like it happens. Yeah. You know, there's some of the crossover and this characters being in this game and stuff. And so this just isn't exciting to me. Like I think this would have been exciting to me like ten years yeah. ago. But now it's just like yeah, like on the exciting. Dreamcast or something, everybody would have flipped out. But now it's oh yeah, this would have been huge. Yeah, it's funny. I haven't thought about that until now. But you're right. It's almost like every month there's another. You know. Capcom, Nintendo, and Nintendo Square, but yeah, back in the day, back in the day, you know, it was like when Square and Nintendo put out a Super Mario RPG or something that was more interesting. That was crazy, yeah. yeah. And then, and then when when Square and Enix worked together for like Chrono Trigger, that yeah. was that was insanity, yeah. you know. Hmm. And now it's just like, man, nah, we're overdoing also. it with the crossovers. Yep. You are next, still Brian. There's another yeah. game that got well, announced. Well, so I would guess we would consider this a North American announcement. I don't know if it's been announced for elsewhere, but and I'm sure lots of people are interested in it. Uh, Zero Escape Three is coming to uh, Vita and 3DS, which again, killing all the fanboys. Yay! Um, <laughs> next <laughs> summer. I don't know. Uh, the sad thing is, I own Nine Nine Nine. I've played a couple hours of it and I liked it but then I kind of put it away for some reason so I find it very interesting the series but I didn't buy the second one so I can't really buy the third one until I buy the you know finish the first one and buy the second one but yes how about you guys I don't know 
I played the second. I have, and this is horrible, but I have not played the first. Oh. <gasps> I know. I know you're not. I know you're not supposed to do that. I know. Yeah, there's a lot but of stuff you miss in the second one. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So I do. I do kind of feel like I, w- I want to go back and play, try to play the first one first, and then before playing the third one. So. So does that? I'm guessing yeah, you played. I'm into this. it. I'm into it. Yeah, I played both of them, and um, I mm, hmm? I don't think I've seen all of the endings in either one of them, but I've played enough of it to know what's going on. <laughs> Uh, and yeah, definitely interested in the third one. I'm a little bummed that the lead artist from the first two is not coming back. They seem to have a different artist on it. Oh, it's really? Got a, yeah, Kinu Nishimura. What's her? I hope that's her name. She does a lot of uh, Street Fighter stuff. She did um, what's that? That Princess something or other for 3DS. Yes, I, uh, oh, bat, no. Oh. Get <laughs> <sighs> uh, Code of, Code of Princess? Yes, yeah, that one. She did the art for that as well. So her art has a very distinctive style, and I know a lot of people are like, oh, it's so anime, you know? So <laughs> I think that they're really trying to target more of the Western fans because I believe they've stated that the Zero Escape series does better outside of Japan. Mm-hmm which would make sense because they made this announcement in the U.S. too. And they've got, like, yeah, very kind of Western-style key art that they revealed at the event. But that's it. They haven't said anything else about it. So she may still be on the project, but just from that one piece of art that they showed, it was it didn't seem like her work. Right. Which, you know, it's not, it's not everything, but I was kind of like, oh. <laughs> so I'll be interested to see what the actual game looks like. Because, yeah, the, I mean, the key art could just be totally different sometimes. You know, the box art I thought that's is different kind of than stri- the game itself. But, yeah, I didn't, even, yeah. I didn't even put that. I mean, as interested as I am in this series, I didn't read up on it to know that. But I did think that the art that they've released so far, I'm like, wow, that looks quite different from... Yes. Now that you're mentioning it, I, yes. And I, I didn't like that. it either. I thought, hmm, I don't know about this. So to me, that would be very strange if they got rid of the lead artist from the first. I mean, if it was a spinoff or something, but it's the third game in the series, it seems kind of yeah, strange to change it up. Now. Yeah, yeah, hmm. yeah. And has same char- it's some of the same characters and, you know, things like that. So, so yeah, I could be jumping the gun. I mean, she could still be on it doing character designs or something, but just from that hmm. first piece of art, you know, I was a bit cynical. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, very, very looking forward to it. I'm glad that it's funded because they were the developers were expressing some concern that it might not get made yeah so i guess it's my turn to share some news (laughs) so we also have the odin sphere hd remake has been confirmed by vanillaware and atlas this was originally announced for ps3 ps4 and vita in Japan coming out in January and we did get an official confirmation from I think it was the like PlayStation blog Twitter said oh yeah Odin Sphere HD is coming out and <laughs> that was it they haven't mentioned <laughs> the release date or anything but that's good to know uh, it's called Odin Sphere Liftrazer mm. <laughs> which is um, not just a straight up HD remake but they're going to be like revising it, kind of changing the gameplay a bit, making it more 
streamlined. I don't know if that's the right word, but just making it easier to play, kind of changing up some of the things like the item system was a bit clunky. So from the video that we saw, it looked like they had fixed some of those things. But there will also be a classic version of the game. So maybe you can play the original version if you want or the new kind of revised version. Hmm. And adding maybe an additional chapter or something. I believe they said some kind of additional content, new content for this this version. As well, I forgot to put this in the notes, but they did confirm that they are also going to be announcing a brand new game that will be sci-fi themed hmm. later this year, probably a TGS, so an announcement of an announcement, if you will. <laughs> so. Now, that's I'm sorry, that's from Vanillaware? Yes, Vanillaware and Atlas are working together. But I'm trying yeah. to think like I don't I don't know that they've done ever done any sci-fi. No, I don't think so. That's like a real departure for like their usual kind of game. Mm. I mean, we're I think people are speculating it's sci-fi because they released the little teaser trailer and it's like sci-fi. <laughs> that makes sense. It's yeah. not like lush forests and magical loots and that sort of you know <laughs> fantasy thing that they're normally uh, associated with. But it was very kind of yeah, what's the word? Mechanical looking sci-fi kind of stuff. Oh, yeah, just assuming there. It could not be, but... This, like, I mean, I'm I'm happy about this, but it also just shows me even more I need to just not buy games anymore because <laughs> I bought Odin Sphere and never got around to it. Oh, what? Now, that's, a, and, that's a long one to not have I played. know, I know, <laughs> I know. It's like, am I just going to buy another one copy and not play that too? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. It's... Well, I will say that, mm. I mean, the PS2 version was practically unplayable in parts. The lag was so bad. Like, I, right. I dropped it probably halfway through because I couldn't couldn't play it. So <laughs> the HD version would fix that. So you probably would at least be able to finish it from that aspect. Maybe not from the time aspect. But <laughs> well, I also heard it gets kind of repetitive, too. <laughs> yes. Yes, it does. <laughs> Like, I mean, like, I love Vanillaware stuff, but I feel like I, because I haven't beaten Muramasa, I should really do mm. that. And I haven't beaten Dragon's Crown, I should really do that. But, you know, I, Brian mentioned this earlier, and I, I think it's something that I'm really bad about, is kind of buying games sometimes just to support their existence. Yes. Or mm-hmm. they're coming out, you know, in this country. Like, in a weird way, that's kind of what I've done with Kickstarter because I've I have backed a few Kickstarters and I've never played any of those games. Yeah. Mm, yeah. Um. So it's kind of like I'm just helping them to exist, but then I'm not actually playing them, and that's a really bad habit to get into. Yes. So like I I wanted to be like, hey, I'm really glad this is coming. I should support it, but you do that often enough, and you have just piles and piles of games that sit untouched. Or even if you don't mean and to do it that way, you just say, there are too many games coming out, but I have to buy this now, or it's going to be twice the price in five months, so I'll play it right. down the road, yep. but then you never play it. Yep. <laughs> or you pick the wrong game, and then five months down the road, it's on free on pre <laughs> Plus or something. <laughs> like, oh, I still haven't played it. That has happened to me True. many times. And in my case, I buy a lot of Otome games, and some of those games have been announced for localizations, like Amnesia, and, you know, 
Contrary to popular belief based on how many 3DSs I have, I'm not swimming in piles of cash like <laughs> Scrooge McDuck, you know? So I kind of don't always want to rebuy the games, you know? Otome games don't get localized very often, so of course I want to support them. But, you know, like uh, the other one, Code Realize, I literally just bought the Japanese version and a month later they announced the English release. Like, oh. I, there's no way I could have guessed that, but... It just happened, and so I'm like, well, great. I'm sitting on these Japanese copies, and yeah, it's a tough place to be in. But so I understand <laughs> that <laughs> buying games just to support them. <laughs> yeah. Um, however, uh, on still the kind of remaster um, topic. Now, this one isn't confirmed, but there are some shenanigans going on with it. So I think it's very interesting. So recently at the Final Fantasy Distant Worlds concert, uh, the conductor Arnie Roth made some kind of statement that he was working on or with uh, a Final Fantasy twelve remake. And... I think actually, um, who was it? Sakimoto was in the audience as well, and he confirmed it somehow. Like he he gave uh, some sort of reply that see or I don't know. Like I, I wasn't there because like basically like this information came out through kind of people who were there and who were tweeting and stuff. That uh, yeah, Hitoshi Sakimoto was also there, and somehow kind of seemingly helped to confirm this statement. So it hits the internet and everybody's going crazy about a Final Fantasy remake. Now, most logical people assumed that it wasn't a remake, it'd be a remaster. Because mm. doing a remake is a really, really yeah. big deal and a, you know, kind of like a huge undertaking. So most people thought just remaster. But, so a few days later, uh, Arnie Roth comes out and he makes this statement. He says... In response to comments posted by fans, I want to rectify a statement made from the stage Saturday night at our Distant Worlds music from Final Fantasy concert in Pittsburgh. Following conversations with composer Hitoshi Sakimoto regarding new concert arrangements of music for Final Fantasy XII, regrettably the term remake was used in error during one of the announcements that took place from the stage during the concert. We sincerely regret any confusion this has caused. So this would seem at first to be saying that there is no remaster coming, but he specifically talks about that the term remake was used in error. And this seems to me kind of like a, a... a saying that the game's not coming by not really saying that the game's not coming? You know, because they don't don't ever just come out and flatly say, you know, we are working on no (laughs) remaster of this game. We are working on no HD version of this game. We are not re-releasing Final Fantasy XII. It was said in error. They, like, the, the statement made specifically points out the word remake. And Given what I and most people expect from this, it would make sense that it wouldn't be a remake. 
So in a weird way, it's almost kind of like he's clarifying that it's not a remake, but a remaster. So, I mean, like, for you two, like, what do you think? Do you, do you think this game is coming? And do you think the statement, like, is saying that it's not coming? Or do you think it's just kind of strangely confusing things mm-hmm. more? No, I'm really confused. <laughs> I thought I knew what was going on, and now I'm questioning everything. So. <laughs> <laughs> Remaster would be just, like, an HD version Correct. Yeah, so yes. like a remaster yeah. would be what, what they did with Final Fantasy X and Ten right. Two. Yep. Okay, well, I a was re- assuming a, a remake. W- a remake would be what they're doing with Final Fantasy VII, whereas they're completely mm. rebuilding mm. the game from the ground up. Yep. Okay, yeah, I always assumed it would be an HD remaster. Yes, and that I guess looking at this quote, I thought that meant it was still coming, and that they had just used the incorrect term. But and that's that. That's what I read this quote as saying. Yes, yes. but uh, the. But now I'm kind of questioning the deeper meaning, huh. trying to read between the lines <laughs> if there's anything else in there that I missed. Well, but so what you're saying is, I mean, the it had never actually been announced. I mean, everybody, it's been rumored no. that it was going to be remastered. Um, you know, and I think most people assume it's being remastered, but I don't. Uh, I. I, I think I don't know if the rumors were that big until this the statement oh, was happened. I feel like I've read it before because that it was well it could yeah, just be. Like, I, I think people have people have wanted a Final Fantasy twelve remaster, but I, I like I didn't have any expectation of it coming oh, anytime okay. soon. Well, definitely to me, this probably means it's definitely being released in some form. I don't know. I think I think they probably would have said nothing. I don't know. It's so funny these kinds of these kinds of statements because they're they're made to be read into. I think because you know some people will say, well, they right. wouldn't say anything if they weren't remaking it or, or remastering it. But you're right. Like I, you don't really see people come out and say, "We're sorry, we're not actually doing any of these things." Um, I don't know. I I just have to imagine it's being remastered. Because I I feel like I feel like what he would have said. I, I regret what I said at, at the concert, the Distant Worlds concert. Um, Square Enix at this point has no plans for any sort right. of Final Fantasy twelve HD version. You know, I mean, that seems like the kind of statement you would make if you're wanting to confirm that no game is yeah, in development. Yeah, if you didn't want to leave people hanging, you would be a little bit more um, obvious. Or you would correct, like, what I meant to say was something else. I mean, right. I don't know. Yep. So the question will be what it is released for. I mean, obviously the PS4, but of course I'm hoping it'll be for the Vita as well, like Final Fantasy X, but... <laughs> yeah. Like, I love Twelve. I mean, like, from what I've played, I love Twelve. I love the cast. I love Fran. I love the visuals. I love the story. I love the gameplay. Like, I just... Twelve is one of my favorite Final Fantasies, and I've been wanting a remake of it for a long, long time. So I really hope this is true. Me too. <laughs> Me three. <laughs> I think that does it for our news. Um, so, I don't know. Do we want to do like a shorter kind of cheerleading sure. tonight? Or do we want to skip it for next episode? I think we should do like, a I short mean, can, one. Okay. I mean, can we keep all of ours like to like five minutes or less? Sure. 
Sure, yeah, I can be snappy. You know what? I, I think I think I'll actually I'll skip mine because I have a weird I had a weird one I was going to talk about. Um, so I'll let just you, Anne, and you, Brian, uh, do your two. Starting with Anne. Anne, what have you been playing? And what do All you right. want to be playing? Okay, I've been playing Near. Which is not a new game. It is a game from 2010. Wait, th- this is that this is that weird social thing on the Vita, right? That's what you've been doing. <laughs> oh yeah, all the time. <laughs> it's so much better than Street Pass. <laughs> that nobody ever could figure out how what what you were doing. Yeah, and before we yeah. could figure it out, they said, "Yeah, we're killing it because yes. yeah, nobody uses it." Oh, that was bad. No, this is near N I E R which is a Square Enix game developed by Kavia, who are known for the Drakengard games. Um, It came out on PS3 as well as Xbox 360. And it's sort of a niche hit, I would say, perfect for our show, because it got awful reviews, like horribly bad reviews. People didn't get it. They said it was bad. The gameplay was crappy. The graphics were crappy. And then all of these other people started playing it and saying, well, actually, this is really cool. And that includes a lot of people I know who have been saying Nier is awesome for quite a long time. And um, as maybe we didn't say, I can't even remember if we had an E3 Roundup show or not. (laughs) But (laughs) Nier 2 was announced at this year's E3, which was quite the announcement because the developer Kavia, I believe, has kind of disbanded or they aren't making games as often anymore. But the original director, uh, Yoko Taro, is going to be back. They're going to make a sequel. And I thought now would be a good time to finally play it <laughs> since I never got around to playing the original. Uh, I started playing it for JRPG July, which is the sort of community gaming thing I do. And I'm still playing it, I'm not done. But uh, having a great time with it so far. So it's quite unique in that though it is an action RPG, it has all of these elements from other genres of games sort of melded into it. There's one section where you enter this forest and this the sort of elder of the forest starts talking to you and the screen slowly fades to black and white text appears on it. And you're playing like a text adventure game and everything switches to like this text adventure format and you have to pick, you know, do you wish to go east or west? And then, you know, if you pick the wrong one, you fall into a pit and die and things like (laughs) that. There's a whole other segment where you go to a haunted haunted mansion and it's like straight out of Resident Evil. Uh, There's a lot of boss battles that strongly resemble kind of shmup gameplay where they're shooting all these little you know, orbs at you and you have to dodge them and it's a lot like a shooter and uh, yeah, really, really feeling it. It's quite, quite unique. I don't think I've ever played anything like it and the presentation in terms of graphics isn't that good but the music is just brilliant. The The voice acting is really good. The English voice acting is like top notch which I honestly didn't expect and the the characters are just really good. You get a lot of these really snarky characters and kind of people that are just fed up with everything (laughs) which is not normal for a rpg i think you you know everybody's used to the the young boy goes out for adventure or maybe he's got to save the world but in near it's like the world is already kind of dying you're playing as this old dad and he's just like so tired and like 
you know, doesn't want to take crap from anyone anymore, but he's just got to keep chugging along. So it's quite, quite refreshing. I really enjoy it. <laughs> yeah, I, I shamefully have not played very far into it. Um, and I don't think I got far enough to really appreciate because, yeah, a lot of people were saying a lot of like amazing things about it. And um, I played like, I think, a couple hours. I don't remember how, no, maybe more than that, but I don't remember how far I got. But like, I feel like I didn't get to a point where it was feeling any different. Hmm. So I think I was still in the kind of the, the section where I was like, you know, okay, this is seemed like a kind of just a okay game so why did everybody love it so much yeah i think the sort of weird stuff starts happening around the 10 hour mark if i remember correctly and then it's like it just kind of like shoves all of this weird crap on top of you all at once and then it really felt like one thing after another was just getting crazier and crazier <laughs> so like once you hit that point yeah it feels really unique but i agree that the beginning you're kind of like well what it, what does everybody like about this so much again <laughs> Right. Yeah. yeah. Which, you know, it's always hard to say, oh, play 10 hours and it's going to get good. <laughs> so yeah, I don't want to say that. I mean, I did enjoy it at the beginning, but it was something that I kind of had to force myself to play. Like, as we talk about this a lot on the show, that we have a lot of games and a little time, and it's easy to play something for a couple hours and just kind of push it to the side but I was like no I'm gonna write diary entries on my blog I'm gonna stick to this I'm gonna play through this game and I've been trying to do it and I think it's paid off for me and I'm really enjoying it but maybe I wouldn't have pushed forward with it if I hadn't been as you know serious about you know I'm gonna play this game <laughs> right yeah said so it's um there's another game that, like, I was playing of theirs afterwards. Is it Drakengard 3? Hmm, probably if it's the PS3 one. <clears throat> yeah. I just, I feel like that they were, a, and this is, you know, what the, the wonderful and horrible thing about Japanese game development is I feel like they were another team that had these awesome ideas and, you know, cool character designs and everything, but just their games never like rose above that kind of mediocre to okay in terms of actual technical gameplay and stuff like that mm. yeah and then i think also near the problem with near is we got the the weird old guy as our protagonist <laughs> and i just did not like him at all well admittedly i will say i don't like his design at all but i do appreciate him in the story and i can't mm, compare it okay. to the japanese version but i think his position as a father and an older character is actually quite interesting I, I think no i think that'd be fine to just like if he didn't look as just horrifically <laughs> ugly as he, <laughs> he does, does look so <laughs> ugly. i don't know why they made him so ugly maybe that's part of the reason why he's so grouchy all the time yes he knows how ugly he is but oh, he's not but even like he's not even like ugly in an endearing way. He's just like <laughs> ugly in a just you don't want to look at him way. Yeah, yeah. I do want to mention though that for near two, um, Platinum Games is going to be doing the gameplay, so that's good. It's good and bad. Like it's it's good because the gameplay will actually be good, but <laughs> yeah. um, like I mean, will it still be that just weird craziness? You know, I mean, or is it going to be more of a standard? 
it's gonna be another like Metal Gear Rising Bayonetta kind of thing. Mm. Mm. Yeah, it'll be hard to say, but it would be nice if they could just bring their gameplay expertise and make that aspect get better without touching sort of what makes the near so interesting. So right, we'll have to see. A query Kavia can't really handle the gameplay, which I mean, I didn't. I don't think the gameplay in here is bad, but there are some really infuriating design choices. Not necessarily within the gameplay itself, but I mean, some things like uh, there was one portion of the game I had to replay twice because it was taking me so long to get through this dungeon, and there were no save points everywhere. And like, mm. I don't want to deal with that. Like, mm. give me some goddamn save points, you know? <laughs> it's just I, I'm too old for you know having to spend <laughs> three hours getting through a dungeon, you know, in one sitting. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but other than that, you know, so you have to kind of give it some time and be a little lenient, I think. <laughs> but if you do, then it's it's rewarding. <laughs> yep. Brian? Well, uh, my selection this time is, again, kind of like Dragon Quest Builders. It's uh, probably not at all niche in Japan, but outside of Japan, nobody seems to buy it. Uh, the series, at least. Um, I am cheerleading for Rhythm Tengoku, the best plus for 3DS. Yay. Yay. I, I mean, I am a huge fan of the series. I have all of the games. I've loved all of them. Yeah. Um, and so I don't know if people know a lot about this one, but it's a little different. Well, I mean, the title kind of says it all. It's kind of like a best of collection with 70 old returning mini games and then like 30 new ones um and it also changes things up a little bit in terms of um you're not just really dumped into a selection of mini games that you choose at will um you have to go through a couple hours of kind of a storyline um where you work through mini games in order that's kind of helping this character you know get home is the storyline basically um, and I know I've seen a lot of complaints online about people just hate the storyline. You know, why are they mucking up my progress in the game with the story? And then some of the opening mini games use remixes that are kind of short and not entirely appealing cons- compared to um, the original versions. But um, I don't know. I even liked, I didn't like some of the music choices, but I didn't mind the story personally. Um, it's a little wordy, but I actually kind of liked the presentation. It's kind of in these like dioramas, um, how you're presented with each new room that you go into. And then once you break free of the first couple hours, you're kind of back in the situation where you can choose games that will kind of. Um, so I don't know. I mean, I've really enjoyed it. I like the new games. I like the returning games. I like the new remixes. Um, it does take too long to get to the remixes, I think. I mean, I actually, I think I played for three or four hours and I was like, does this game not include remixes? Because I have yet to encounter one and I had to go online and, and Google it. And, you know, apparently you just have to wait till you get about three or four hours in. So um, that's kind of a bummer. But um, I don't know. I've loved it. I sincerely hope that they release it outside of Japan, although in some way I can kind of understand them not because it doesn't seem to sell, but it's such a cool, cute game that I just feel like it needs to... People have to have an opportunity to play it at least. 
<laughs> I'm I'm very upset. <laughs> Why are you upset? Just for me a lot of reasons, but like the, I don't I don't I don't want to have to buy a, J- a Japanese 3DS just for this. Yeah. Because my my thing is up until now. I mean, obviously the first game never came out here. Um but I on the DS version Rhythm Heaven Gold yep. and then the Wii version which was what was it Rhythm Heaven Fever Paradise Fever Fever Fever, Fever sounds right um, for both of those I bought both the Japanese and American versions yeah. especially with the DS version um, because when they brought it over they they translated not the right word they localized a handful of songs yes. and half of their localizations were really good and half of their localizations were terrible and i i've always kind of appreciated having both versions um because some of those songs like just like especially the one with the pop idol and the monkeys like it was just a thousand times better in japanese than it was in english yeah. um so like I'm really just so distraught over this because <laughs> I want kind of I want the the pure rhythm heaven from Japanese version but I do also want like the American version but because of Nintendo screwing up their handhelds mm. now I just can't get I can't get you know both versions for the same system I have to actually have two completely separate systems and if I do I'm doing that just for one singular game and that is a gigantic waste of money. Yeah. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> I know. I don't know what to well, do. You and, may and need to just get the Japanese CDS anyway if they don't localize it because that would be the only way to play it. But I, I mean like I I'm not I'm not scared. So I was really hoping that E three was gonna bring two things. That I was gonna bring localization announcement for this game and localization announcement for uh Style Savvy three. Mm. And we got neither one? Well, I mean, I still think there's a chance for this one. This one is... But no, no, yeah. I, I do. I, I think it's going to be just like a Nintendo Direct at some point. Yeah. Um, I don't think it's not coming, but I guess I don't also have 100% confidence that it is. To me, this is like some lull game. Like, they're going to release it either, you know, right. fall or spring or right after Christmas when they have some kind of lull. I don't know. Um. I don't know. I, I mean, if you honestly have no interest in any other Japanese 3DS game, then I don't know if I could recommend buying a Japanese 3DS just to play this game. Um, like, you know, I definitely think there are more than more than this game um, that's worth playing, but uh, I don't know. I will say, I know if you're like into the OG 3DS, you can get them fairly cheaply. Like under a hundred bucks, even new on Amazon. It's kind of crazy, but um, I don't know. <laughs> I, I will say, if, if I, I would not put the games in order, but like I said, I don't know if I would say run out and buy a Japanese 3 D 3DS for this game because it does recycle a lot of content, even though some of the the mini games are remade to kind of like fit with the more modern art style. Um, I don't know. 
in the new games, some of the new games are good and some of the new games are just okay. I don't know if that helps you. I think this is my least favorite rhythm having game out of all oh, of them. Really? Yeah. So really, why is yeah. that? Uh probably because of the things you said, I think, and I didn't think hmm. It's hard to say why, but like the DS one for me was my the first one I played and it was really catchy. Like there were a lot of songs right. that I found myself humming and wanting yep. to go back and play them. I'm not. I don't haven't had that w- with many of the 3DS ones at all, and so something about the music. I just personally, I'm, I'm, I don't know. I mean, the new mini games are cute ones. Like there's the one with the chameleon that I really like. <laughs> um, but so, and then that story thing did bother me quite a bit personally because I was just even though I can read it, I'm just tapping through the dialogue oh, yeah. it was really bad it was not well written at all and i just thought you know why are you putting this in here and my husband was also playing and he got so annoyed he was like what is this you know like just get me to the rhythm games and so i understand <laughs> that you know for the pacing like that maybe they want to do it but it just felt unnecessary you know that they had such a good formula before that it's putting in this really trite dialogue between uh, admittedly cute characters the characters are all adorable but they're just like talking about you know garbage really <laughs> so yeah. that was annoying so that on top of the fact that i thought the songs for whatever reason weren't personally as memorable to me that i would probably put it as my huh. least favorite <laughs> Just personally. I will say I have a feeling they went with the story and the presentation because it is so focused on old mini games and Mm. unless you're gonna sell it for like twenty bucks, most people wouldn't have thought like, okay, we're just replaying especially there are a lot of Wii mini games on there, I think, um, which we just played. So you're like, Okay, I'm playing, you know, twenty mini games from the Wii why am I spending this? Um, I don't know. And and also, I will say a strange thing that I felt when I played it was, um, although I'm kind of weird in this regard too, I know some people didn't like the DS game because of the flicking. I actually really liked it. Um, mm. And so to me, in the 3DS version, the 3D, the you know, the DS games feel a little weird because I'm just tapping a button instead of like, I remember... In the ping pong game, doing the you know tap flick, and I miss it. So, some people really yeah. See, like I I hated <laughs> ping pong so much because of that that flick. Like I was I was really conflicted about that flick because, like I loved um, not to cut you off by the way. Uh, no, it's okay. Like like the original game was like just so precise because it was button only, and when they added that flick, like I think the flick took some of the precision away. Hmm. So I actually that's like was one of the things that was interesting about this release to me was that it, it kind of maybe would go back and fix some of those games I had problems with the first time. Well, then, So you'll mm. like that aspect, I think. Yeah. yeah. Um, hmm. I don't know. I think it's in- interesting that they also added the option that you can tap with the stylus so you can change the control if you want, but that mode is actually considered the easy mode because hmm. there are some of the mini games, you know, where you might push a direction or you might switch between A and B or different combinations of button presses whereas the tapping is pretty much only tapping so like (laughs) you don't have to do all these complicated things so it actually makes it a lot easier for certain ones so it might be good for people that have had a hard time with i'm pretty bad at rhythm games (laughs) so 
sometimes I appreciated that. <laughs> and now I don't know if you experienced this, but one thing I actually have had a slightly hard time with, um, even though I wouldn't call it a negative by any means, but uh, this time around the lower screen has this system where when you press the button, it will react to how early or late or spot on mm. you are. And my brain just focuses on I want to be perfect. And I think with the old mm. games, since I, you didn't quite know, you just had to go with like, I'm pretty, you know, you'd see the reaction on the screen. But I keep seeing right. the damn like stars and rainbows on the bottom <laughs> screen. I'm like, damn it, damn it. You know? <laughs> um, it hasn't, I mean, like I still, I've golded all of them except for one stupid game that I cannot perfect but um i just know i wonder how many people are going to have a problem with like their eyes constantly wandering down to that stupid bottom screen to like how did i do how did i do (laughs) (laughs) yeah i didn't find that it was particularly distracting but when i did notice it i was like oh you know you missed something so i'd rather not know until the end and then it shows you how you did you know (laughs) yeah or the worst part is like the there's one part in every song where you in the past games there were the same thing where there's one part in every song i think where if you missed it you wouldn't get the perfect um ranking and in this one you can see it coming because there's a star in the middle of the screen and these stars converge on it and just having that there you know it screws me up uh anyway so because you see the stars (laughs) converging and you want to hit it right with but i'm making it i mean i'm making it sound worse than it is because i have i've played it for 15 hours so far i've beaten the game i really liked it so i recommend it but i understand (laughs) not you know shelling out for a japanese 3ds for it so my wife and i do this weird little thing where like randomly if one of the two of us say thank you for something the other person will do like the little ghosts you know like the the ghost band from the ds version (laughs) How they're like, dun, 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 dun. <laughs> Thank you. Like, we'll like do that in response. I don't know. It's just this really weird little quirk. They'd be like, we were both totally addicted. Like, she doesn't play a lot of games, but she was like really addicted to that for a while. Um, when I first got it. So, yes, we were both like really big fans of the DS version. <laughs> I, I, I think, I mean, I love the original game, but I think the DS version is still like my favorite. Hmm. I think it was just, that was just a perfect moment of... The updated graphics were really, really cool, and playing it, you know, sideways in the DS just worked. And there were so many great songs and like, you know, really catchy stuff that you always remember. Remember, mm. so I think that for me is kind of like the highlight of the series. Yeah, that's it. I'm, I'm strange. I'm the uh, out of you guys. I like the first one the best, but I like the DS one a lot. I love I love the first one. Don't get me wrong. I love the first one. The first one has a lot of really nice little games to it. Well, and I think I like the first um, one so much in that to me there were out of all of the games in the series the the most games where you can turn you can shut your eyes and still play the game yeah. and beat the yeah. stage. And I feel with some of the later ones you can't do that, which is okay. But I I think I liked that simplicity of yeah not having to see the action on screen. But I still I love like all of it. I even like. You know, I like the current one. I like the Wii one. I didn't. I I wasn't a big fan of the Wii version. I mean, there were a few of the mini games I did like. I mean, you can't not like the wrestler. Yeah. <laughs> and then the, the the cheer squad was was cool, but like, I think the problem I had with the Wii was, um, 
it wouldn't work on my TV. Hmm. Like the timing was off. Like if I took it to work and used the, the little cheapy TV I have at work, it worked fine. Hmm. But on my home TV, I could never get it to sync properly. Hmm. It's like I just couldn't play it. And that's why that's kind of what soured that version for me. But and you know, so this for me is like always, it's kind of the same with Animal Crossing. Is I think this is a portable game. Yes. And I don't know that I necessarily want to play it like on TV. Yeah. Hmm. I like WarioWare too. Like WarioWare, I think it's always been the same kind of way. So, um, anything else, or are we finished? I think that's it. Yeah, we might have emails if we. Uh, I will check and see for next time if if we do, so that we answer emails and don't just ignore them. <laughs> And I'm trying to figure out, like, what was... I think it's just nichiest at morningproject.com. Let me check and see. It is... uh, Yeah, nichiest at morningproject.com. That will be, of course, in the show notes. Uh, Brian is always on Twitter at... At... At sign. If I say at, at sign... Do you, do you like okay? So when you're saying somebody's Twitter name, right? Yes. You say, "Tweet me." Do you say, "Tweet me at"? Like, oh. I'm, I've I've been very confused by this. Yeah, I actually, I mean, I so, never say it, so I don't know. <laughs> because like like send me a tweet at. So when you say that at is are you using the at sign for that, or do you do at and then at sign? I think you're just saying at and then the username i think if someone's used twitter they know that they're using that yeah. sign. Uh, that's just my my two cents yes okay so so brian is at the gay gamer and is at apricot sushi um and i am at molly pen so for ann and for brian until next time this has been another episode of the nichiest podcast slash nichiest podcast slash nichiest gaming podcast <laughs> ever. <laughs> 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 <laughs>